Welcome back to episode 2 This should be episode 3 But I deleted episode 2 Because it was like really boring And I just didn't like how it sounded But you guys see the title uh, Today's episode Is going to be like teams that I think are overrated Underrated And current players that I think are overrated And underrated I realized that for this I'm not going to do like It's not going to be like an actual podcast I guess Because I can't really do hour-long episodes <clears throat> just because I don't really, like, know what to talk about, I guess, because we're in the dead of the off-season. So I'll probably try to do these, like, every other day, maybe every other two days or something, like, 15, 20-minute, maybe a half-hour episode, like, so, what, three episodes a week, maybe? So I think that's what I'm going to do. All right, but let's get into it. For overrated players... <clears throat> the first one, I picked Embiid. Um, yes, he won MVP. Yes, he was a scoring leader for two years in a row. But I've seen a lot of people have him top five. I've seen some have him top three, which is kind of crazy. Um, the flopping rule is definitely going to expose him. I don't think he's going to average above 30 for the first time in three years. <clears throat> also... With no James Harden, I feel like that will also limit his scoring a little because he won't have one of the best playmakers in the league next to him. Also, I think Anthony Davis is better than him. Kevin Durant is better than him, even though he didn't have the best playoff run. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, I would also take over Embiid. And obviously, Luka, Curry, Giannis, Jokic. Is there anybody else? Tatum, no, I would take Embiid. I would take Embiid over Dame. Yeah, I think that's it. Um, the next person for overrated is Jamal Murray. After uh, the Nuggets won the championship, I've seen a lot of people have him. Either high 20s or, I mean, well, low 20s, high teens, I guess. Like, I've seen people have him top 20, which is kind of crazy. Because uh, before the playoffs, I didn't have him. I think I had him at 45. And I just don't see a world where someone could jump up. What is that, like 25 spots after one championship? Even though, obviously, he was incredible. He was probably a top four playoff player that year. That year, last year, this year. But, yeah, I just don't see a world where he's anywhere, like, above 25. If you have him, like... 25, I mean, 26 to, like, 34, that's kind of reasonable. If he replicates what he does again, then I can definitely see him being, like, top 25. But I still don't think he's better than guys like Trey, Ja, Fox, and he's not better than Brunson still. Him and Halliburton are close. Those two are kind of interchangeable. But, yeah. Uh, the next person for overrated is Julius Randle. I've seen people have him top 35. And his inconsistencies and, like, how awful he is in the playoffs. Two years in... Well, not two years in a row. The two times he was in the playoffs, he was terrible. And I just don't see a world where someone of that caliber in the playoffs... He's probably one of the biggest playoff droppers... Like, he's up there, definitely. And his inconsistencies. Like, he had an all-NBA year. The year after that, he was pretty bad. 
and then this year he was all NBA, and it's if we keep going off the pattern, it looks like next year he's gonna be, uh, not good again. He won't be an All Star probably. Won't be all NBA, and he might have a similar season to two years ago. The next player I haven't overrated is uh, Evan Mobley. I don't have anything against Evan Mobley. I just think it's really early to say he's like a top 50 player. I mean, he's obviously an incredible defender. I have him six, I think, in terms of current defenders. He's definitely top 10, maybe on the lower end of top 10. But we saw him in the playoffs. I mean, it was his first time, so... I mean, you can't really fault him too much. But I just think it's way too early to say he's a top 50 player. Similar thing, next player is Paolo. Um, yes, he did have an incredible rookie year. Yes, he should have won a rookie of the year unanimously. Um, I mean, obviously, he's not the crazy most efficient. Uh, it's understandable for a rookie. I do think he's going to be really good. In a couple, not a couple of years, maybe like two, three years. But as of right now, I don't think he's top 50. I don't think he's better than Franz. Uh, Cade, when he's healthy. Um, yeah, I can't think of anybody else. All right, next person is Vucevic. V- Vucevic. Uh, the only reason why he's here, I mean, you look at the stats, 18-10. He must be great, right? Uh, I think he he's probably the worst defensive starting center in the league. I can't really think of I mean Zach Collins maybe, but I would still take Zach Collins I think over Vucevic. Um, yeah, that's the only reason why he's here. I mean he's a good three point shooter. I mean he's cool, but as a center, you at least have to be at least an average defender. The last player for overrated is Jimmy Butler. I think people were kind of overrating him off this year uh, just because he had a crazy first round. After that, I don't think he was that, like, I mean, he was still good, obviously, but he wasn't a crazy playoff performer. Like, I saw people still saying that he was, he had a better playoff run than Devin Booker, which is absolutely crazy. Like, it was close, like, first round, maybe Jimmy was better. But as we got into the second and, well, third round, Booker wasn't in it. But if we go to the uh, third round, I mean, Caleb Martin, I think, I mean, he was just way more efficient. Should have won Easter Conference MVP. Right? Did I say that right? I think so. Easter Con- Eastern Conference Finals MVP. Something like that, yeah. All right. Okay, fuck. I'm not done with Jimmy. I was going to say he's top 15, but also the group of Shea, Booker, Jimmy are a whole tier below, like, Tatum, Dame, Anthony Davis, Kawhi. Like, I could see, um, what was I going to say? Like, Tatum, Dame, AD, Kawhi are all top 10. Shea, Book, Jimmy are all, like, 11 to 15. The other people I've seen 11 to 15 are, like, Donovan Mitchell, LeBron. I was going to put LeBron in overrated, but... I already had too many players. LeBron right now is not a top 10 player, even though you could say, oh, he's averaging 29, 8, and 7 in his 20th year. I mean, that's cool, but I still don't think he's better than Anthony Davis. Uh, healthy, Kawhi, Tatum, Dame. I mean, he's still good, obviously. 
But I think people are overreading him a little just because of the name value. Now, underrated players. The first set of players is just Anthony Davis, Zion, Kawhi. I wanted to group them together just because the main reason why they're here is injuries. I think people do know how good they are like when they're healthy. Kawhi is a top seven player when healthy. Zion is probably top 17, 18. And Anthony Davis is, when he's healthy, I would rather have him over Embiid, especially in the playoffs. Uh, I think Embiid healthy is like top eight. He's better than uh, Dame, Tatum, LeBron, obviously. So yeah, the only reason why they're, why they're there, why they're there, why they're there, is, I mean, and underrated is just because of injuries. If they didn't have injury concerns, they would probably wouldn't be here. I think people just rank them lower just because of that. The next player in underrated is Porzingis. I saw a lot of people having him and Laurie, uh, Laurie Markkinen, like 20, 15 spots apart. Which is kind of crazy because uh, stat-wise, they pretty much average the, the exact same. But uh, Porzingis is just a better defender. So, I mean, I'm not going to say <clears throat> that he's better than Laurie, but they should definitely be, like, ranked within five spots. Plus, uh, Porzingis had more people taking the ball away from him than Laurie because, what, Laurie's second option was, like, Jordan Clarkson and Sexton, who was kind of injured. And Porzingis had Beal, who I guess was injured too. But he also had Kuzma. And Laurie doesn't have, like, a Kuzma second option to take the ball away from him. The next person I have is Siakam. Uh, the, my reasoning for that is, I mean, he's really versatile, underrated defender. Uh, I think he's a top 40 defender, maybe, off the top of my head. I mean, he's always in MVP conversations for the majority of the beginning of the season. If his team was better, I think he would definitely be up there. I'm not saying he would win MVP, because I still think, like, Jokic Giannis would win it over him. Uh, but I feel like I was, oh my god, I was about to compare him to Lucas, saying that if his team was better, that he would be, like, really high in MVP conversations. But my last guy for underrated is Trey Young. I feel like he's one of the most overhated players in the NBA. Uh, I don't remember if this was the first episode or the second episode that I deleted, where I said that Trey Young, I mean, there was a poll a few months ago, and either NBA players or fans that voted on who's the most overrated player, and Trey Young won that somehow, even though he's a maybe a top 10 offensive player, top 15, 100%. Uh, he's a great playmaker, obviously great scorer, great shooter. I mean, his only weakness really is defense, which shouldn't fuck. Okay, for overrated teams, the first team is the Sixers. Um, they're here because we don't know what's happening with Harden. Um, Embiid, like I said, I don't think he's going to average 30 again. Even if his second best player is Maxi, and they don't really... I mean, Tobias is a third. I still don't think he'll, he'll average 30. Uh, their bench, 
They lost uh Milt no not Melton Milton, uh Niang, and someone else that I'm forgetting. Oh yeah, uh Jalen McDaniels. Yeah, and they got Patrick Beverly and Mobamba. That bench is really shaky. And uh, I think I said this already. I don't know what's happening with Harden. Those two things. I do think they're going to be a play-in team. I mean, they're not going to... Whether Harden stays or they trade Harden. If they keep Harden, I still think there's going to be obvious, obviously locker room issues. If they do trade Harden, I don't think you're going to get a great package for him. If he gets traded to the Clippers, would they give him Norman Powell? I don't know. Maybe it would be Terrence Mann, Marcus Morris, and, like, picks or something. I don't know how much that's going to help you. Next team, Nuggets. Uh, similar reason. Not the Harden situation, just the no bench. They had, I wouldn't say one of the best benches, but Bruce Brown was obviously a great sixth man in the playoffs. Jeff Green obviously gave you valuable minutes. And now both of those guys are gone. So, I mean, their bench now is uh, Christian Braun, who I do like. Good defender, great hustle, decent shooter. And then besides that, you have, like, Reggie Jackson, DeAndre Jordan, and one of the Holiday brothers. I just don't know how well that's going to hold up. My next overrated team is the Warriors. Um, The whole team as a whole, the whole team as a whole, is just getting older. Um, You got Chris Paul who is 39. We don't know how he's going to play. Uh, I'm not sure how well the fit is going to be. It's, the fit is either going to be really good or it's just not going to work at all. Also, you lost uh, Dante. And also, Dario as a backup five is going to be really scary. As a Suns fan, I know how much he can get abused on defense. You're also kind of relying on a Kuminga breakout season. My last team for overrated is the Thunder. Uh, people are probably going to hate that. They were the 10th seed. And, I mean, their team is all young. They're going to get better. Uh, Chet's healthy. They got Case Mollis. But I just think the West is too stacked. I don't think they're going to be a top 8 seed like some people have them predicted. They might sneak into the play-in again. I think I predicted them to be the 8th. So that's kind of like counter against my argument. But I don't think Shea is going to have a... 30-point game, I mean, 30-point game, 30-point-per-game season. Um, Jalen Williams is, might have a somewhat better season. But overall, I mean, outside of, like, their top seven, I don't really think they have much. For underrated teams, my first team, uh, these two kind of go hand-in-hand, like the AD Zion-Kawhi comparison before. Uh, Pelicans and Clippers... They kind of remind me of each other. They both have, like, two star players that always get, not always get injured, but that get injured a lot. They both have really good benches. If both the Pelicans and the Clippers could stay healthy, I think they would both be top five seeds in the West. Uh, last year, I think I predicted Clippers to be one and then the Pelicans to be three or four because I had Warriors two, Grizzlies three. But yeah, if both of those teams could stay healthy, they would obviously... I mean, the Clippers, the Clippers, the Pelicans were the one seed uh, before Zion went down. The Clippers, we just know how good their record is when Kawhi and PG both play. 
The next team is the Timberwolves. I mean, without uh, Cat, they were what, about about 500. I don't think they're going to be a 50-win team. But I do think they could definitely be like a 8 seed, even though the West is stacked. Um, Jalen McDaniels could, I'm not going to say he's going to break out, but I think he could improve in his offense. I mean, Ant is obviously going to get better. Mike Conley is old with that. I mean, the only thing that kind of worries me about the Timberwolves is their guard depth. They have, like, Nick, wait, do they still have Nikhil? I think they do. They got Troy Brown, and they have Jordan McLaughlin. I mean, their forward depth is cool. They have Reed and uh, Kyle Anderson coming off the bench. But, yeah, I do think uh, the Timberwolves have a chance to be an 8 seed and jump teams like the Mavericks, uh, jump teams like the Thunder. Who else did I have in that area? Maybe the Warriors. I think the Warriors and Timberwolves are going to be like one seed apart. Next team for underrated is the Magic. Um, after like the first two months of the season, they had like a top eight record. And now Paolo's going to get better. Uh, their team is just going to be as a whole healthy. They got Anthony Black. They have Jet Howard. They signed Joe Ingles, which could, which could definitely help them. And the East as a whole is just getting worse. Next team is the Hawks. I do think, I mean, the East is kind of wide open. As a whole, they've been pretty mid. Even after getting DeJounte, they, they were eight seed. They have, I think, one of the best benches in the league with A.J. Griffin, Bogdan, um, Jalen Johnson, Akangwu. I'm not sure who's going to start at the four, whether it's Bay or Jalen Johnson. Maybe Jalen Johnson could break out. A.J. Griffin will get more minutes, which is good. I mean, he had two game winners, and he was really good in the minutes that he actually played. And, yeah, that wraps up my overrated, underrated uh, current players and teams. Let me know what you think. If you enjoyed, uh, follow, like, share, five-star, whatever the hell Spotify has. I love you guys. I'll see you guys in uh, episode three, which might come out in two days. I don't know. I got to think of an idea.